Call Katie Case Bailey with Dunbar Real Estate for all of your real estate needs. Katie Case Bailey, Realtor Extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601-408-9980. So, Pilo. Yeah. Jack wants to be superheroes for Halloween. Yeah, all of them or a specific he said, one? He said, well, he goes, Dad, you want to be superheroes? I said, yeah. He goes, I'm Batman. I said, so am I Robin? Because that would be kind of weird. I'm, I'm down. He's like, yeah. no, 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 no. And then he, he swore up and down that Batman is Robin's dad. I said, Batman is not Robin's dad. No. He goes, yeah, he is. I said, Jack. <laughs> and he goes... In his little dinosaur costume that he wears around his dinosaur robe when it gets cold out, he goes, look it up, and turned around and walked away in his dinosaur outfit. So. <laughs> Love it. So I'm doing uh, that. I hate to tell him he's wrong, but it's okay. Yeah, he'll figure you know. it out. Okay, enough about that. Let's uh let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get to the show. Welcome to To the Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, the original and longest-running Southern Miss podcast in the market. We're recording this live on, Pilo? October the 16th. From beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Here, as always, with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only, Patrick Lowry. Yo, man, what a Monday. Uh, it's weird to have a Monday when you don't work. Um, so I played in a golf tournament today up in Jackson, and it's like we've had, what, like, I don't know, six months of just terrible heat, and the one day that I have a golf tournament, it's 40 degrees, and the driving range was closed, and I hadn't played in six months. It was a great time. sounds like some serious rich dude problems right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this perfect storm i'm like we get there it's freezing <laughs> and then i'm like oh they're like oh the driving range is closed so 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 listener if you can't tell patrick is just leading up to the fact that he probably didn't hit it like he wanted to i did not it took me <laughs> it took me 14 holes to hit a driver the way i wanted to today so uh it was frustrating to say the least but what do i expect i play like once every three months so well, it's better it's better than working that's true uh, today's episode, of course, is brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill, Hattiesburg's premier neighborhood sports bar. Uh, not only do they have the famous home-style plate lunches Monday through Friday, but they also have weekly drink specials. Make 4th Street Bar and Grill your go-to spot for all Sutter Miss games, home and away. 4th Street Bar and Grill, we install and service hangovers. Also, the closest bar to Reed Green Coliseum and The Rock. And the Pete. And the Pete. Yeah. It's closest this base basically on campus. When I was in college, it might as well have been. Yeah. What happened? What happened since the last time we recorded? Well, uh, we had an open weekend for football. <laughs> yeah, we which, did. Which which I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, way less disappointment. Um, my soccer team, Hotel Indigo, the U eight team out at Tatum. Uh, we got back to our winning ways, won a couple games. 
the golf team, uh, the men's golf team for Southern Miss, got started in a really cool tournament down on the coast at Fallen Oak. And the Sunbelt Conference, Sun Belt Conference announced some preseason predictions and awards. And speaking of some of those predictions and awards, they deal with men's and women's basketball. Even mm-hmm. though we're in the middle of football season, we're kind of all, I think, starting to turn the page a little bit. Uh, you're looking at, at at hoops. Yeah. And so I thought, what a better person to bring on to talk about, you know, some basketball, to talk about uh, his time at Southern Miss and 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 maybe most importantly, talk about this this rekindling of the hardwood club um, for men's basketball. So without further ado, uh, this guy, he is a world traveler. He is a wise businessman. He's a Southern Miss grad. He has been known to text me during football games about the kicking net. Uh, he's a huge Southern Miss <laughs> fan and head of the Hardwood Club. He is Mr. Beck Warren. Welcome to the show, Beck. Thank you, Jason Patrick. Uh, glad to be here. And uh, I, I will say um, you did everything you could last week, uh, last home game, <laughs> on that kicking net crew. They just couldn't get it figured out. But they did get it up and in place when the uh, ODU was kicking on the other end. So, but, Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you had it. I saw you down there working with them, trying to get them, you know, help them figure it out but uh yeah well, so i heard that story and tell the listener the story jason that's okay, a good story so, so so if you're ever at a football game uh specifically at the rock well, our seats are right behind the goal post in the south end zone and there's always two uh guardsmen i guess yeah they're they're, yeah. they're they're just in fatigues i guess they're part of the army national guard or something or ROTC at Southern Miss. Anyway, uh, they are there just to, to pull the ropes uh, when, when there's going to be a kick and hoist the net up. Well, these were two ladies, and they were very nice. Well, at one point, I mean, this this kick is like from 25 yards away, and I'm watching them, you know, get all set up, and I look, and they're just gabbing it up. And I was like, ladies, ladies. And so they get out there, and they try to do it. Well, the ball, you know, is already kicked before they even get their hands on the ropes. I said, look, I got you. I got you from now on. Well, the next time, you know, I kind of shouted at them a little bit and they got up and they tried to get it up. And uh, it it gets about halfway and it's all tangled up and everything. So another ball goes through. And at this point, both times they threw the ball down from that club level up where Beck is. They threw it down to me. I don't know. I I was the guy all of a sudden that just handled these things. And so I got to, I got to catch a pass twice and then throw it onto the field. The third time, they st- they like uh as soon as I guess the team started running off the field and I guess they thought that there was a kick, they both jump up and look right at me. I'm like, I'm not your boss. Just you know, you can handle it. <laughs> that last time they actually got it up, but okay. Well, you told me that earlier today, and then I was thinking about it on the way home. I was like, I didn't a I didn't realize that was I forgotten that that was ROTC because I was like, I know you could get some kind of fanatical person to do that, and they would be all over it you know Dude, i would love to jump i'd love to jump the, the gate right there yeah time. yeah that'd be great. perfect so so beck back to you and, and away from my nonsense um <laughs> when were you at southern miss yeah i i came to southern miss in in uh, 1984 when my 
when the game of basketball outgrew my skill set. <laughs> I was a, I was I was a basketball fanatic through high school at Brookhaven High School, and uh, I had a contact with Coach M.K. Turk, and um, said, "Hey, I want to stay around the game." So I came over, met with him, said, "You got any manager jobs open?" I said, "Sure, got one slot. Come on board," and that basically paid for my college. And back then, it was full ride, and wow, um, you know, just a. Uh, Fantastic time. Came in that year, uh, dating myself a little bit, 1984, a little older than you guys, but Casey Fisher, Randolph Keys, John White, Derek Hamilton, and this guy named Jay Ladner. So right. we had a, had a kind of a, right when everybody got on campus, uh, Coach Turk had a team meeting, and the first guy I really met that I didn't already know at Southern Miss was Coach Ladner, was Jay. So we ended set by Jay, and and so some 35 years later, I um, you know, down the road, here we are, but uh, wow. good, good times, great times. I mean, we, you know, and we all like to go and relive the, the years that year, first year we were seven and 21. We were not a good basketball team, but uh, two years later, we won the NIT championship. Uh, you had that, you yep. know, those guys that came in uh, at Kenny Siler, Gerardo Hinton, uh, Randy Pettis, you know, came down from DePaul Jimmy Smith came from Alabama. John Brown came from Alabama. Uh, Willie Brown was on that team. Alan Chapman, DJ Bo, he is from up in, uh, upstate New York. So it was a heck of a time, and it, it was, you know, I I didn't know if I'd ever see Reed Green packed out again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we used to pack it out. Uh, I used to sneak folks in the tunnel. I mean, I had a little <laughs> side distance going, and you know, your frat brothers and stuff. Fire marshal, they cut it off. People couldn't come in. We pack out Reed Green every, you know, that that '87 year, and uh, to see that game last year against Louisiana, man, that that brought back a lot. That was that oh, was yeah. special, and you know, uh, the, the the fan base had a lot to do with that victory. And to watch the fan base grow last year, I can remember my daughter and I, we we got courtside seats, and I got I got four seats down there, and. We went to the first couple of games. I had two seats. Went to the first couple of games. We're the only ones down there this year, this past year. Yeah. Watched the first game and then uh, second game. And, I, you know, we were on the way home. And I said, hey, these guys are pretty good. I said, I, I, I can recognize there's a lot of maturity on the team. Of course, everything went through Felipe Hase. And so I called the ticket office and I said, look, whatever seats aren't sold down here, I want them all. Yeah. So I bought four, bought four more seats. And, <laughs> you know, now I'm getting phone calls of, hey, you want to sell any of your seats? So mm-hmm. hopefully, um, you know, Coach Ladner, his staff and guys, they can uh, pick up where they where they left off last year. I'll tell you, those those courtside seats, I've only sat down there a couple games um, uh, with uh, our good friend Aaron Hall. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he let me sit in his seats uh, a couple times. And I love my seats. I'm in section G. I still think it, outside of your seats, <laughs> I think section G is the best seat in the house because it's so close. It's closer than the chairbacks, you know, and it's yep. so close to our bench. I can hear what's going on. And it's anyway, I, I love them. But the games that I did get to sit on the sideline, I feel like I'm at the damn Lakers game or something, man. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's an entirely different experience. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. height really—it's crazy. You really, you really see 
I just remember last year, like Pinkney, like, you know, he's big, but when you're sitting in the stands, but if you're seeing him at ground level, it's crazy how much height everybody, and then the speed at which they get up and down the court too, is just yes. unbelievable. Yeah. You see, you see those big guys, those six, eight, six, nines, and they, they, they run around like wide receivers and mm-hmm. they move up and down. They're, they're so athletic and, and, uh, you know, we 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 trash talk a little bit. We we try not to go over the top, but uh, we have a good time. And uh, you know, I, I'm just I'm looking forward to. It. I love I love basketball. I, I like the things they're doing there. The excitement. To, I mean, obviously, you know that uh, spark plug and Coach Juan Cordona and what he brings and Coach uh, Nick Williams, eight uh, Isaiah Carson, all those guys, man, they're they're, they're good guys. They're so approachable and. Uh, you know, they got a good thing going and, and just, just looking forward to this year. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, we talked about this, uh, obviously when we did, when, when Jason did your introduction, but, uh, tell a lot of people, uh, tell, you know, our listeners who a little bit more about the hardwood club, what it is, yeah. what you guys do. Um, I know Jason and I are very familiar with it, but would love to love to get that out. Um, uh, yeah, you know, the, the Southern Miss Hardwood Club, I mean, it dates back to, you know, predates me coming to Southern Miss in 84. And, you know, I think think back to guys like uh, Mr. Paul Rimes, uh, uh, Wiley Fairchild, uh, Doug Bartman, Rick Quartz, all those guys, they were the foundation that, that I remember Hardwood Club members. And it was big back then. There was a, a room up around the corridor that was Hardwood Club and they would meet and you know, do all the things there. And, and, and it meant a lot to coach Ladner back then, he, even before probably when he was growing up in Hattiesburg, when his family moved to Hattiesburg, he was familiar with the Hardwood club. And, you know, that was one of the things he wanted to do when he got here. It's, it's a fan based support arm of the basketball program. And it allows fans to contribute to the program and uh, the monies that come into the Hardwood club, they're primarily used for things. I guess the best way to explain it are non-budgetary items. You know, and I know uh, year before last, they redid the coaches' offices and upgraded everything up there and new furniture and uh, decor and things like that. And if you've been up there, they got a top-notch area up there. They've redone the dressing rooms, film rooms, things like that. That Maybe uh, maybe don't get budgeted as part of the university budget for basketball. You know, you got your necessities, but then you got these things that are perks and Mm-hmm. extra things like that and uh you know then really the, pre-game, nice the pre-game get together i don't know if you guys got a chance to come up come up any last year but uh and i don't i don't i don't know i i'll say there are very few division one coaches that that will do what coach ladner does 30 minutes before every ball game at home he comes up and meets with the hardwood club now we have food drink uh, good time, fellowship. We get to visit with everybody, but Coach Ladner and usually Coach Cardona or Coach Day or Nick or one of those guys will come with him. He gives a scouting report, injury report. Then he opens it up and just has has a roundtable uh, Q and A. And and there are not many coaches that are going to take that time to come spend with their fan base again yeah. thirty minutes before tip. Agreed. And, and that's that's a big thing to Jay. That's one thing he really believes in. And I mean, you guys know him. He's so approachable and he loves yep. Hasburg. He loves Southern Miss. And, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, obviously uh, wish him the best and the continued success of his basketball program. I would imagine that it's been a little easier on you to, to find new members um, after, yeah. after last season, I would think, because the season before that, you know, it was what oh, yeah. it was. <laughs> I yeah, was there. I mean, it was what it was. was there. Um, it it, it kind of like football is going this year, honestly. And I hope I hope that correlation uh, comes to fruition uh, for 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 football next year too. Um, but you know, so I guess talk a little bit about you know I don't know if you want to say like how many members you got, but like maybe where you'd like to see uh, like what's a good number for you in your mind to to get to to where you know, we can really start, you know, I guess maybe you have to get to that little meet and greet early or you might not get in the yeah. room. Like, yeah. Well, so, so if, if you had a number in mind or like, you know, you'd like to grow it to. We, we started meeting in July or, or late June and, and started kind of pulling the idea together. And, you know, uh, and I said, look, we, we got to organize this one. We got to take it off coach Ladner. I mean, he's got other things to do, you know, so let's, let's, let's take the responsibility of kind of, coordinating hardwood and all that. Let's take that off him. And, uh, you know, last year, and, and please don't quote me, I think there was like 105 paid members of the hardwood mm-hmm. club and something like that. And I said, look, I said, if we can't get to 250, you know, I, I would be surprised. And and I, I do know that uh, about a month and a half ago, we'd already surpassed where we were last year. Oh, great. And uh, we had a, we had a big event a couple of weeks ago, a tip-off gala out at the convention center. We we had 50, 55 sold tables of eight. I don't know if you guys got to go to it or not, but it, it was basically an NIL-based fundraiser and raised mm-hmm. a lot of money for Southern Miss basketball. Uh, you know, probably 300 people attended that. And so it, it was a it was a big time event. And uh, th- there's a lot of momentum. There's a lot of momentum. Winning, winning solves a lot, you know, and, you know, you mentioned, you know, last year it, it was tough and, and, you know, Jay got another shot at it the, and, and they came well the year before last and they, they got another shot at it and they, they produced. And, uh, you know, you talk about some of the things going on with football and, you know, uh, you know I heard you talking on one of the broad, broadcast, uh, just got to put everything together. You're driving it down the middle on the golf course, but you can't make a putt. Yeah. Yes. Are you making every, you're making every putt, but it's, they're all for bogeys, you know. Yeah. So everything's got everything's yeah. got to work together, and <laughs> um, you know nobody hates losing more than the players and the coaches. And you know we as fans, we got to stand behind those guys. And yeah, we can we can uh, have our opinions and things like that. But at the end of the day, those guys out there sweating between the lines, and uh, you know whatever the sport is, you know. Right. And we we've been, we, you know, I think we've been blessed at Southern Miss and expectations get higher and higher every year to have competitive teams. And um, sometimes you have years that down years, but uh, you know, we've always bounced back. So, uh, and and that was the case last year with basketball. Right. And, and talking about other sports, like you were saying, like this is the, the hardwood club is very, is it similar to the dugout club? What, what baseball has? Yeah. Okay. And, and and I will I will say we we tried to model a lot of the things behind, uh, like the dugout club because it is right. it is it's run like it's run so well it's got great support uh, 
but it's specifically baseball oriented and right. uh, just to generate interest and raise a little money for them. But just, just to show the team coaches, et cetera, that, uh, you know, you got a, you got a group of folks out here standing in your corner, no matter what. And, and that's exactly what, uh, you know, the hardwood clubs about for basketball. And, uh, you know, I think we've had a, a, a good start to where we want to be this year and continue to grow it. Uh, we want to, put together some football style tailgates, you know, on some Saturday basketball games, kind of Heck blow yeah. it out early in the morning. Uh, I love that. We, we got the, uh, you know, we got the pregame events, every ball game, got food, like I mentioned, got drink. Uh, Larry Bellapani's always there enjoying the refreshments. He's <laughs> Southern Miss faithful. One of he, He's actually one of our board members, one of our, um, guys that help help some leadership at the hardwood club and so uh, we got a lot of a lot of support a lot of people have jumped in and, and and i think we got this thing going in the right direction how how much does this cost like if somebody wants uh, to get involved yeah it, somebody wants to get first yeah. you can go to um go to the southern miss basketball page top right corner there's a there's a link to the hardwood club or uh usmhardwoodclub.com uh, $150, that's a single membership. Uh, $300, what we call a family membership. Call it the starting five. And then $500 is our MVP membership or, or over. You know, we have we have some members that say, hey, I'm, I'm going to give $1,000 to the hardware mm-hmm. club or, or $2,000, whatever. But we just simplified it down to three levels. Uh, for the $150 membership, you get a uh, hardwood club T-shirt. I wish I had it to show it to you, but... It's a it's a clean shirt. It's a white T-shirt with a. Uh, it's kind of got this. I don't, well, you can't. You you guys can see it, but it, it's a real clean shirt. You'll start seeing those floating around. Uh, for the uh, three hundred dollar level, you get a polo, hardwood club shirt, and a T-shirt. And then for the uh, five hundred dollar level, there's a, a, a quarter zip, long sleeve, really Ooh. really nice, and a T-shirt. That's Patrick's so, jam right there. That's right. Quarter zips. I love yeah, the key zip. I'm a, I'm big on the quarter zip, so, <laughs> uh, but but it, it, we want to give a little bit back and and let people walk around with hardwood club across their chest. You know that that's what that's how we're going to promote it. And you know I'm one of those guys. Uh, I think uh, a consistent message and a continuing message. I mean, Deion Sanders understands it. You mm-hmm. continue to push that message and push that message and push that message until it just becomes. I'm looking now for what's what's Dion's message today. So taking that same concept and kind of doing the same thing with Hardwood Club, we've got a we've got an email group. We send emails out to to members. We we got social media our social media social media pages, things like that. So uh, just getting that message out. Southern Miss basketball, Hardwood Club, you know, come support the Eagles. That's what it's all about, and kind of generate trying to generate some excitement. And, you know, every year, this is what Mr. Rick always says when we have Rick Maddox on talking about baseball and dugout club. Mm-hmm. He says, like, they change the hat color or the visor color or pillow, whatever every year. He said, so mm-hmm. we're going to know if you come walking by in a dugout club. Yeah, we, we know that's from two years ago, you know. So that's that's a trick of the trade. Uh, that's a trick of the trade right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm looking at the website. I, I want to say that again. So it is usmhardwoodclub.com. Or yeah. uh, like you said, up on uh, up on the basketball page on that right hand side, it, it is very easy. I was uh, I got there 
pretty quickly. And, and, the, and like you said, everything is laid out there. That membership info that you talked about, the schedule, the team, uh, the website looks great. Hey, and also uh, um, Monday night, October 23rd. Uh, I was just Grusky's about to ask you about that, the Grisky's thing. Got yeah. to meet, meet the team event. We're going to set up. Uh, we'll be signing up members there. We're going to have uh, representation from the ticket office, you know, signing up uh, season ticket holders. And, and this this is the cool thing, and you you guys probably heard Coach Ladner talk about it. They had this event last year, and I think 22 people showed up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they kind of took that personal and, you know, they took a lot of things personal last year, you know, being picked 14th in the in the conference this year. And, you know, I think they're a little ticked off they would pick fourth this year. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of times in many years we would have killed to be picked fourth. Yeah. But <laughs> that's what that's what it's all about. When, when fourth is not, you know, being picked preseason number four is not good enough for you. Yep. That's the level. That's the expectation you want to build with any program, you know. So you, it, it's it's going the, in the right direction, and, and y'all may get to this. You see, uh, AC was picked uh, preseason uh, player of the year in the conference. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a huge honor. Now, uh, Austin be the first to tell you, you know, I, I got to go do it between the lines. That didn't mean anything, but we know he's a heck of a ball player, and congrats to him. But uh, you know, there's 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 some pieces around Austin this year, and uh, we got some guard play that. That uh, you know, if everybody stays healthy and we get those guys going, we'll, we'll we could have one of the best backcourts in the country. Yeah, I'm not going to jinx anything because I believe in the Gregory, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 it, it seems to me that there's a, a very good chance that we're in the thick of it towards uh, come the end of conference season, and a very 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 small chance that we're not. Yeah, I mean, I, I it, it's it, you know that's that's why you play the games. Preseason means nothing, but it's fun for for us to you know talk about. But just looking at the talent makeup and um, you know kind of building off last year and the momentum associated with it, and and look, let's face it, uh, we we had one of the best home fan bases in the conference. You know, Didn't lose even. Game. Didn't lose a game at home. Yeah, didn't, didn't lose a game, and and then every game more and more, and you know, fifteen hundred was then twenty five hundred, then three thousand, then four thousand, then you kind of settled in. Every game you could you could expect right at five thousand fans, but and then just kicked it right on up through the Louisiana game, and uh, so that that's what that's what it's got to be all about. Got to get our students involved. Got to get our you know our, our, our local patrons involved, and. You know, whether your allegiance is to, you know, business owners in and around Hattiesburg, whether you're an old Miss guy, state guy or whatever, you know, your, your business is built around Southern Miss. That's what's what, what makes you your money if you've got a business in Hattiesburg. And they, they do a great job of supporting Southern Miss. And we want them to support Southern Miss basketball and, you know, do things to promote the program and get fans in the stands. Amen. And, and talk, say that that event in Brewski's. Say that one more time. The date, and- yeah, October twenty third. That's uh, okay. a week from tonight. Brewski's right. uh, about six. I think kicks off about six p.m. Okay. Uh, just gonna meet the they call it meet the team. Right. All the players will be there, and like I said, we have more than twenty two people this year. Up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So if you're on the fence, the or you're, you know thinking about it, or you're you're or you're just. Uh, Ready for some yeah. basketball? Definitely be there tomorrow. Uh, next yeah. week. If you want to feel a whole lot shorter, 
And don't forget uh, the next night, Tuesday the 24th, we got our exhibition Delta game State. Delta State. Right. Yep. And, and then then on Sunday afternoon, if you're, if you're not hung up watching the Saints disappoint us again, uh, we got Mississippi State coming in. Got my yep. tickets today. You know, so, yeah, tickets on sale for that. And then kick off November 6th against William Carey and – and hit the road. I got my tickets. Going to fly out to Akron for the uh, I think it, what is it, the MAC uh, Sun Belt Conference sort of a wow. MAC teams will be playing Sun Belt. We got Akron up there on uh, November the tenth, and then I think it's like on uh, sometime in February we'll play a MAC team at Reed Green. So it's sort of it's one of those conference versus conference across the board. So that, that's a pretty cool deal. That is very very cool. And speaking of the Sunbelt Conference. Mm. Uh, this is the time back where we've had, I guess, I don't know how many weeks this is in football, the sixth week, I guess. We've had a guest on every week, and we do pick them for all of the Sunbelt games for that week. Yep. Pilo kind of runs the show on this. Um, and, and I guess before we get into that, I think we've covered just about anything Hardwood Club-wise. Um, is there anything else that you can think of before we move on to the rest of this? No, I, I think we kind of hit it all. And, uh, again, thanks to everyone who's joined. If you haven't mm-hmm. joined yet, uh, you know, usmhardwoodclub.com or come out to the event on uh, next Monday night at Brewski's or just call the office. Jeremy Jacoby works on the staff up there. He'll get you, he'll get you hooked up. Bullfrog, right? Bullfrog, okay. he will. Well, let's uh, Pilo, if you've got the stuff up and ready, yeah, I do. Just cut uh, up and uh, and let's hit these games this week. So, typically, what we do is we'll we'll cover where we were last week. So, last week, if you listened, it was uh, myself, Jason, and Jamie. Uh, and there were five games, lots of bye weeks. So, Jason, you and I both went three of five. So, uh, not not terrible. And Jamie went four or five. Uh, and so that puts our total. On the season, uh, I am 44 of 63, and you are 41 of 63. So I'm still mm. holding. Still down three. Still down three. I'm going to win one uh, of them this week, though, I know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I hope uh, I don't. I hope I lose it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, so I'm going to read out the game, uh, and then I'll go Jason, and then we'll go back, and then I will go last. Um, and so we're not going to do any kind of spread or anything, so this is just straight up pick them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will kick off with James Madison traveling to Marshall. If James Madison was playing Florida State, I think I'd still take James Madison. They remind <laughs> me of what we were 25 exactly. years ago, right? Yes. Um, we, we've had a few glimpses of it here and there, but there was a time where I, mean, I watched that game on Saturday with James Madison playing, and 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 they, you know, they attack uh, defensively, offensively. They're out there with an attitude. They're just bringing it right now. We've, they've got to change this archaic rule where James Madison can't compete for the conference championship. That's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But yep. I'm taking James. I don't even – who'd you say they're playing? Marshall? <laughs> yeah, they're playing Marshall. At Marshall. I love Marshall, but James Madison is just better. I'm taking James Madison. Beck, did he sell you? Oh, yeah. You, I mean, I got to go there. Even even though they're going to Huntington, it's hard to win at Marshall. I think Marshall's 4-2 and two on the year. Uh, undefeated James Madison. I think they go to 7-0 and oh after this ball game. So, going with JMU. Okay. And I too will make it a clean sweep. I'm gonna. I have picked James Madison. So, 
Uh, next up, App State travels to Old Dominion. Hmm. Well, Old Dominion is uh, – so here's the deal. I, I don't <laughs> I don't think that Old Dominion is that good. I know they can't stop anybody. We sacked them six times, right? Um, so App State's kind of having a down, down year, but uh, I think they that are. I would just take – I think I'm going to take App State, even though Old Dominion is probably playing with a little bit of confidence. But if you can't block anybody, it's a very big part of football in normal games. When we do it, it doesn't seem to matter. But I will take App State. Got it. I'm going to go with Jason on that. Road team, App State. Uh, they go in three and three. And ODU, I think they're three and three as well. So uh, I'm going to pick the road team and go with App State. I, I, I was – you know, I hate to say that I just wasn't impressed with ODU. You know, they they just uh, uh, offensively, defense. I think how many passes did they complete? They completed eight passes. Eight passes for the ball game. That's you know, it's hard to win like that. But uh, you know, they squeak one out. But uh, mm -hmm. I'll go with App State on that one. Uh, I'm gonna go App State as well. Uh, <laughs> moving along, uh, Georgia State is traveling down to Louisiana Lafayette. Hmm. Georgia State. That's with Granger, right? Granger's uh, quarterback, Georgia State. Yeah. So yes. I like Granger a lot. I like ULL as a team, and I'm glad they're I'm I'm more glad that ULL is in our conference. But Granger's just really good. So I'm gonna pick I mean, if you have the best quarterback, a lot of times you win. And he's gonna be the best quarterback in that game. So I'll take I'll take Georgia State. I really hope that he hadn't played for Georgia Southern. I get them so mixed up. I think I'm right about that, though. I know nothing about Georgia State other than their record. Uh, but uh, I, I, I've been at ball games down in Cajun land, and uh, I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with Louisiana on that one. Okay, I love it. Love it. Going against the grain. Uh, and I, you know how I feel if you've listened to this pick them so far this year. I like these Georgia schools. Uh, I am going Georgia State, and you are correct. Granger is at Georgia State. Uh, moving along to that other Georgia school, Louisiana Monroe, uh, is playing at oh, Georgia Southern. I don't like either one of them, but I just can't pick Monroe to win anything ever, <laughs> even with Federico coaching baseball. I love Fed, I just I can't ever pick them to do anything. So I'm taking the other one, the other Georgia school. The other Georgia school. Mm -hmm. Got it. I'll have to ride along with that one myself. ULM is um, – Although they won. Didn't they win last week? I, they'll probably I beat us. Won. I still can't beat – I just can't pick them. Just can't do it. Yeah. I, I know they were I know they were leading early, so, but I, I – Oh, no, no. Texas State control. came back and won. But they came were up beat. against Texas State. Yeah. I'm going to go with Georgia Southern on that one. Okay. I uh, will go to Georgia Southern as well. Love those Georgia schools. Uh, and this is this is an interesting one too. Uh, Coastal Carolina at Arkansas State. Uh, <laughs> so I'm in love with Grayson McCall. I think we're going to be watching him on TV for like a decade. I think he's such a good player. But it's that new staff and they just – I don't know what it is. It's not we have been watching him on TV for a decade. He's yes, been in college 10 you're years. Right. <laughs> Um, and then Arkansas State's got the little kid that played quarterback that just came out of nowhere and beat us. And then we, the next week he threw for like six touchdown passes. I know they got humbled after that, but yeah, hmm. 
Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go Arkansas State. Ooh. Just just because of the just because of that that one kid. He's just he has it's it's the kind of player that can. Um, it doesn't matter what you do defensively. You can just run right around you, right, and just make things happen. So. It, I, I don't know. It's not like I watch him all the time. So if that guy's hurt, then this is a horrible pick. <laughs> but if he's playing, they got a chance. So I'm gonna yeah. take, I'm gonna take Arkansas State. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with that same decision. I don't know much about Coastal. Uh, I think they're about a 500 ball team, but they are. Um, they're at three and three. Just just the fact that. The Arkansas State again. If if that same quarterback, he's not. He was dynamic, and maybe he's so young, he he doesn't doesn't know he's not supposed to be doing a lot of things he's doing right now, you know. But he he he's been showing out, and uh, I, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Arkansas State on that one. Awesome! I just dropped my phone. Uh, trying to multitask. I am I am going uh, coastal. So I will, just for the sake of argument, I'm going to go Coastal. I think, um, I know they won a close one last week. Um, I think they're going to carry a little bit of momentum. Uh, and I think that brings us to my, my favorite game. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, when you're probably listening to this, uh, Southern Miss at South Owl. I just Take it away, Jason. Pick, I just don't see how you can pick Southern Miss at this point. I mean, I I hope I'm so wrong. I hope we do one of those, you know, we feel horrible about it and it's the last game of Todd Munkin's first year and we score 70. But, I mean, how in your right mind could you pick Southern Miss over South Al at this point? They just have – Stay tuned. Uh, on, on paper, they're just so much better. And then we're on the road. And, you know, Southern Miss would normally take a humongous crowd. That won't be there tomorrow night. Um I bet I, I circled this game. I wanted to go. Yep. Beck's probably going. I get it. But, you know, I, I just, I can't, it's, it's getting to the point to where it's akin to watching me or me, like me watching my dog get ran over very, very slowly in my own driveway. And it's just hard for me to do. So for the sake of this pick, I'm taking South Alabama, uh, of course. You know, I'll be cheering and rooting and hoping and praying and everything that you can do to hope that Southern Miss comes out on top. But for the sake, and I'm down three games, I got to make up someone somewhere. And Pilo can't pick South Al. So Correct. I did. Same, same, same mind, mind process or same thought process here um, on paper. You know, what's the, we're, we're 16 point dog, I believe. I think that's what the line came out. But uh, I'm gonna I, I, I just I cannot pick against my Eagles. And, and maybe go. maybe they go over there and catch lightning in a bottle. You know, my, my dad had an old saying if when your back's against the wall, you, you, you turn around and take it head on. So our back's against the wall, and maybe. Maybe those guys throw everything out the window and uh, we open it up and, you know, nothing to lose at this point. So maybe we go over there and uh, catch a storm cloud and make something happen in in, in that one tomorrow night. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Might not be the wise pick uh, according to all the stats and bookies and things of that nature, but uh, I'm going with black and gold. 
I love it. Uh, yes, uh, it wouldn't matter what we were playing, as I've said before. <laughs> uh, it would it could be a coin flip, uh, and I am choosing the Eagles all day, every day, over South Al in anything. Uh, black and gold, baby. And that wraps it up uh, this week. Cool. It's another short week. Um, week nine, I think we'll start getting back into a normal schedule here. But yeah, so we'll see. Well, good job. Oh. Well, Beck, um, I hope you enjoyed your little stay with us on, on this thing. I think we, I told him like 15 minutes and I think we've kept him for like 45. So that's just no problem. <laughs> talking no. sports, talking football, basketball, you know, hey, I, there, there are worse things I could be doing tonight. Absolutely. Well, man, I appreciate it. You can go ahead and slam that laptop down and we will, uh, we'll see you next time. But before we get out of here, Southern Miss. To the top. Okay. See you guys. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, Beck. There he goes. Cool awesome. dude, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He stepped For up sure. right there at the end. You know, we were not that we were trying to um not have to talk a lot of football, but you know, at this point, we well, we didn't have anything to recap from last week, right? Right. And we weren't sure if we were gonna record tonight or not. And at the last minute, I was like, let's just do it. And I thought about Beck, and so we hit him up, and he really he really delivered, man. The guy loves his Southern Miss uh, sports, specifically basketball, and yeah, um, really appreciate him coming on. And and, and you guys that, that aren't involved in in the Hardwood Club or the Eagle Club for that matter, you know, I know that that, that Beck's with the Hardwood, but we talked about those crowds last year that that went from five hundred people at the beginning to a thousand to fifteen to twenty five to all the way to the eight. It was such a good feeling once they got to that, you know, 5,000 to 7,000, like every night and then the 8,000 night to have that parking pass. Oh, yeah. The way you get that parking pass is you're a member of the Eagle Club. So I'm seeing all these guys, you know, and and as the season goes on, it's cold, right? (laughs) You got to walk a long way. So we we get usually pretty rainy, too. Yeah. So we get to park fairly close. I mean, I'm not in that circle thing. Like, yeah. uh, Like Beck, probably. But, uh, but but I am closer than the other people there walking from you know damn near the theater building over there. So right. Anyway, it's another reason to join. Uh dude, let's talk a little bit about your workout situation. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if we fit on that. I think we might have hit it just a, a second or two last week, but let's hit on that and and then maybe do some football and, and get out of here. But but how you living these days, man? What what's that what's that workout like? Yeah, man, it's going good. Last week was a very un unconventional week. Uh, with me going up, me going to that Braves game on uh Monday, and uh, so it kind of threw my whole schedule off. So I had to, I had to be a little creative with uh, kind of my days and my. So it was out of my normal routine, but I got it all in. So I had, I had one night. I know one night. I think it was uh, one day. It was now. Hey, it was Friday night. I think uh, I was walking out of there about 11 p.m. So um, work all day and kind of do everything. And actually, it's going to be like that tonight. Um, so after we get through recording here, I'm heading. I'm heading to the gym after playing golf today. So uh, I, I'm going to get it going about probably 9:30 or so, and uh, get a good hour, hour and 15 in. So it'll be a late night tonight, but. Uh, 
But, you know, it's it's been great. I've had a lot of people, and I don't know if it's because of the podcast or me posting a lot of things on Instagram, just because I, I, I'm not doing that for uh, any kind of publicity. I'm doing it for me uh, to track this as I've as I move down this and uh, and those uh, platform, especially Instagram that I use primarily, it, it does a really good job of archiving and stuff like that. So I want to be able to look at this and kind of track this and, and and talk about this with my kids and, and, uh, you know, making better decisions, um, you know, uh, with food and, and, and your time and, and everything You're like that. Growing so, up right in front of our eyes. I know. Look at me. This is what happens. Uh, <laughs> You'll be writing man. a coffee table book before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's worth it man i don't know i have uh i've i have gotten in i think it helps with with a little bit of everything mental health uh definitely the way i feel um and you know I, I think it's it just is overall it's just improved uh a lot of aspects of my life it did not help my golf game today uh but that's just because i don't play enough golf uh, has nothing to do with the workout. Yeah, get but... your ass out of the gym and back to the range. <laughs> I know. Uh, I do. Uh, that was a. It was. It was a bad day when you when you're like uh, midway through the round and you have these thoughts of selling clubs. You know, it's like. Uh, yeah, I, I, was in, I was on the way home. Yes, I've, I've I was in things. a. I was in a dark place at one point today. But anyway, uh, no, the workout's been great. And again. Um, I think and my, my coach always tells me like, it's just consistency is key. Uh, and so whether it's 11 o'clock one night or it's, you know, early in the morning, um, I'm going, you know, I'm not making excuses not to go, which is what I would have done in the past. Uh, just keep going, keep at it. Even if you don't see results like immediately, um, it's, it's happening. So if anybody's thinking about doing it, just do it. It's worth it. Like Kirk Overby is smiling ear to ear. <laughs> he's right so now. happy in a, in a uh, tank top no doubt no doubt possibly a fedora anyway okay so what's up with uh so we have south al coming up tomorrow night and we, we all know how, how we feel about that but let's look at the tail of the tail of the tape real yeah. quick between uh southern miss and south al and and then maybe we'll try to figure out uh really quickly if the Golden Eagles are going to have a chance to win this thing, uh, mm -hmm. what they have to do to do that. But take us through the the tail of the tape. Yeah. So looking at, uh, we'll break it down. Total yards, USM 357 per game. South Al 414. Uh, passing for the Eagles 213. Uh, South Al is sitting at 257. Uh, rushing for the Eagles 143. South Al 157. Um Yards allowed on um, the defensive side, 395 for the Eagles. Ouch. Uh, 339 for South Al. Uh, passing allowed 207 to 223 for South Al. How many times can I say South Al? Rush, uh, rushing yards allowed 188 for the Eagles and 116 uh, for South Al. So they do not uh, like to let people run. Um, hope we make note of that. Yes. Um, so they are the 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 Jaguars are sitting at three and three, one and one in the Sun Belt. So they can score. That's the deal. They got a good defense. We came on Max there. We all know that. Um they're coming off a game where they dominated Louisiana Monroe 
mm-hmm. and they're playing at home. So they're kind of feeling it. Southern Miss has never beaten South Al. How that's even possible it just blows my mind, but we haven't. But, but the last three games that South Al has played, they have lost two of them. They lost um, 31 to 23 to the to James Madison and 34 to 30 to Central Michigan, which is kind of a head scratcher. But but they still scored a lot, right? They're still scoring points in those games. The last five games, offensively, they have scored in bunches. They got 55 versus ULM, 31 versus James Madison, 34 versus Central Michigan, 33 versus Oklahoma State, a game that they won, by the way, 33 to 7, and 35 versus Southeastern Louisiana. So it's kind of like, you know, when you roll the ball out, they're going to score 35, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right? we have to figure uh, out a way to score 40. Yeah, so you know that that's that's what we're up against. And individually, Bradley's the quarterback. He's thrown for one thousand four hundred fifty-six yards already this season. Eleven touchdowns and five picks. Webb runs the ball a lot. Eighty-three carries, four hundred seventy-six yards, eight TDs. See all these TDs? They have so mm-hmm. many TDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bullock and Lee, they both have two rushing TDs as well. Lacey Lee. So this this might be a chink in the armor, maybe. Lacey leads in receptions with 39. He's super fast. A lot of their guys are fast, but this guy is really fast. They throw to him all the time. He has 39 catches in the season, 723 yards and six touchdowns. But the next highest reception total is Pritchett with 19. It's 20 less, right? Yeah. So stop Lacey. I mean, like we've talked about it before. A lot of teams just line up. They're like, you know, three is not going to beat us. And we don't care. We If you beat us over the top, we'll be shocked. Is what I think teams are saying about us. Yeah. So let's say that about them with this with this Lacey character. And if he doesn't catch balls, then somebody else might, but at least he's not going to beat us. So that would be part of my thing is, is that we have to stop that dude from scoring all of these touchdowns and catching all of these footballs. Um, linebackers, Kaiser, Miller, and Wilfon, they're really good. They have 13 sacks as a team, five picks on the season. Uh, Voisson or Voison. I don't know how you say it. Vasson, he plays safety. <laughs> he has two of those peaks. <laughs> He's French. Love it. French people in our yeah. team, I guess. Anyway. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so we normally do our, our our three best moments from the week before, but yeah. If you have moments that, or if you have things that you think might propel us to a victory, I thought we could do three keys. To victory. Yeah, I love this, uh, especially now that I'm learning about it right now. I can do mine. Uh, you, nah. you, okay, you got it? <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead, do yours. Go ahead, do yours. Okay, so my three keys to victory, short and sweet, got to get Drake more involved, even out the carries, right? Yep. Love Frank, one of the best we've ever had. People are keying in on him, and Drake's been really productive. Yeah. So it's not like I don't want Frank to touch the ball. Um, in fact, I would like to see more super back. Put him back there more with that. Why does it work so good? I don't know. He's got a knack for it. This little lob pass that he does. I mean, just we've we've all seen it work. And if there's yeah. anything that we can agree on as a fan base, which is not much these days, if there's anything we can agree on, is that what we're doing ain't working, right? Correct. So let's just do maybe a little more Drew, a little more super back. And I think somehow, some way, we we got to get some turnovers. Um we had those two picks in the very first game. Hadn't had a pick since. We had a lot of sacks last game. That would be great again. 
but uh, some of those need to, you know, equal into a scoop and score or something. I mean, if you're going to be, if you're going to win this game, something like that's got to happen. So those yep. are my three. Yeah. Uh, let's see as, uh, own very own brand, uh, for my, a lot of my favorite moments, uh, Dreek is very involved in that. So uh, I'm probably going to steal one of those. Um, but I think that's also, I, I, I think, uh, we're seeing a theme with, um, uh, I think we just need to shake it up on offense. Uh, and whether that's, whether that's a change at quarterback, that's not my decision to make. Um, I, I, I would just love to see something we haven't done a lot of, uh, I feel like teams that look at our film are going to be familiar with a lot of what we do. So, and, and it's not really working. We're not just, we're just not scoring. Um, so I'd love to change it up. So whether that, what, the, whatever that looks like, uh, I think, I think you nailed that with the superback. I would love to see that, uh, that deep pass by Frank to Mims on a vertical uh love to see him get behind uh the secondary um and i would love uh i I think we've had flashes of obviously we saw uh last week with um the special teams and we saw you know some returns and stuff like that so i think special teams is going to have to be key uh and if we can force some turnovers like you said make a couple of plays on special teams, whether that's a deep to give us really good field position or that's pin them deep and maybe a safety or maybe something, something to energize uh, us. We've got to take their crowd out of the game uh, early. Hopefully we jump on them and, um, and um, hopefully we can shake it up on offense a little bit and uh, keep them on their toes. So yeah, just some kind of big play to the house, like you said. Yeah. I mean, the, the, like the special teams thing or the a scoop and score, um, you know, a seam route, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. something to utilize what we have. And anyway, hopefully it'll happen. I mean, and, and, and you mentioned the quarterback. Not that Billy's been a bad quarterback, but we're one in five, dude. Yeah. You know, this is the time where you start, you know, if you're on the golf course, you might be like thinking about putting left-handed or something, you know? <laughs> halfway yeah. through the round you haven't made anything something's got to change so. break out the wedge blade yeah. it there we are um and so and we talked to back about about all the hardwood club stuff but uh remind everybody once again that the tickets are on sale for basketball season bleachers are 120 dollars. chairbacks 250 with extra donation that family plan is baller two adults two youth for 365 call tyler cochran or anybody else over there i just always call tyler he probably gets annoyed. She's like, I really wish I wouldn't have gave that dude my number, you know, but, but, but he hooked me up today too. I, I texted him. I said, look, I need my three tickets to a uh, Mississippi state game. And like three hours later, he said, done. That's it. Right. So yeah. Got to get yourself a ticket guy. Uh, and that Mississippi state game is of course on October the 29th, the Rio green Coliseum, two o'clock tip on a Sunday. That is just music to my ears. Chairbacks are 20 bleachers are 10. That's where I got mine. I'm in section G row five seats, nine through 11. That's where we're going to be from now to the end of time. So come down, say hello. Um, Love it. Weather report, Pilo. What's the weather looking like? I guess tomorrow, probably a lot like tonight, cold, Football weather? Yeah. Everything's great uh, except the way we're playing. Let's do it. So, 
Uh, looks like tomorrow will be high seven. This is down in Mobile. Uh, high seventy two, low fifty. Uh, looking at kickoff would be sixty seven. Getting down to about fifty seven by the end of the game. So uh, cool. Uh, if you go, definitely uh, bring some sleeves. Unlike I did uh, last week. Uh, make sure your jacket has sleeves. Uh, it's important. And, uh, yeah, so uh, even if, you know, you're staying in Hattiesburg watching it outside or out on the back patio by the fire pit or something, it would be a great night to do that. So I think the weather's going to be great. You know, speaking of that, we ran a poll earlier today and I hadn't checked it in a while. Sweet. Let's see. Uh, So the poll was, where will you be watching the game versus South Al tomorrow? Uh, there has been 215 votes so far with 14 hours and 29 minutes remaining. So that's, I guess that would be like all the way when the game's already started, you know, maybe right before. Anyway, uh, so the three options that we gave were at Hancock Whitney at a bar or at the house. 82% of the vote is at the house at the moment. Mm leading the way 4% at the bar and 14% at Hancock Whitney. So lots of people going to be doing what I'm doing. Sitting at the house, couching it. Yeah. Up. I mean, it's a Tuesday, you know, and I've been, yeah. I've had this game circled forever that I, was, I, know. I just can't do I it. Know. Now too. it does turn out that I have soccer pictures tomorrow night. I'm the coach. I can't miss, you can't miss soccer pictures, but that being said, I still I still just couldn't do it. Yeah. I hope that I'm so pissed off at myself for not going. I hope I'm just so disappointed. I hope I have to listen to it from everybody that went and from my wife and everybody else that's gonna be like, told you. But you know, I just I can't do it. I just can't can't go tomorrow. Yeah. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week is brought to you by Latrell Jones, aka Frog, or dynamic wide receiver for the Golden Eagles. He tweeted out. Hashtag new profile pick. And if you hadn't seen it, it's like an etching. Looks like he did a, you know more about this than I do, Pilo, but it's like, a, uh, I guess he drew it on his phone with his finger, maybe. It's, uh, kind of... it's, it's a play on an album cover. Oh. Okay. So uh, nothing I don't like know Vanessa. what that is. I wish I was so cool that I could just rip it off and just be okay. like, this is, this is what it is. Well, it's, it's basically a uh, frog with the yes. number six on it. But it's yes. very roughly... Um, drawn so anyway and that was it um, yeah. you can follow Frog on Twitter at Latrell Jones 1 and Latrell is L-A-T-R-E-A-L real Jones 1 love it in other sports women's soccer is sitting at 6-7-1 and 3-3-1 in Sunbelt play they have lost two in a row. They, they, they're they five, two and one at home, one and five on the road. They lost to ULL Sunday, two to one, and lost again on October 15th versus Georgia Southern, two to one. Next up, they're at App State on October 19th. This is a Thursday at 5 p.m. and my dad's birthday, actually. Awesome. Uh, and then they have ULM in Hattiesburg on October 22nd. That is a Sunday at 1 p.m. So if you can get out there, go cheer on the Lady Eagles. In volleyball action, 
Uh, volleyball is sitting at seven and twelve, two and six in the league. They're four and two at home, one and seven, one and seven away, and two and three on a neutral court. They've lost two in a row as well. Lost to Texas State one to three on October thirteenth, and lost again on zero to three on October the fourteenth. The scores on Saturday were super close, so they lost them all. But they lost twenty four to twenty six, twenty four to twenty six, and twenty two to twenty five. Yeah, that's as close as it gets. Couldn't quite get over the hump there. Uh, next yeah. up for, for the volleyball ladies, uh, they are headed to Jonesboro to face Arkansas State on Thursday, October nineteenth, and Friday, the twentieth. Pilo, we got some serious golf stuff going on down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, yeah, Once you guys caught up on on how the Golden Eagles been doing and and what's up with the uh, What's up with that Fallen Oak tournament? Yeah, so uh, let's see. Last was it last week? Um, it looks like the I know the Eagles traveled up to Corvallis uh, and played in the Oregon State Invitational. Uh, Robbie Ladder and Thong Pimpat led the way for the Golden Eagles. Robbie uh, with his second top ten finish with a one over two fourteen total. Uh, Thong finished. What he was eleventh. Uh, okay, sorry, I missed that. Eleventh uh, with the two sixteen, soup the freshman phenom two twenty one. Uh, good for a twenty seventh place finish. And um, I guess it was yesterday the Fallen Oak Collegiate uh, kicked off, hosting this alongside Ole Miss and Mississippi State. And there's a lot of good teams in this. Um, Such a good field. Yeah, the Eagles, uh, SMU, Louisiana Tech, Auburn. Uh, Kansas, UCF, State, uh, Colorado, Iowa, Ole Miss, UNLV, Wisconsin. So um, this is a stacked lineup. Um, supposed to be a really uh, wild kind of atmosphere, music going, food trucks, tailgating type event throughout the course. Uh, Southern Miss tied for fourth place after day one. Uh, Mississippi State shot 12 under 276. Southern Miss with a two over 290. Uh, and next up for the men's golf team, looks like it they're going to uh, Charleston, South Carolina to play in the Daniel Island Intercollegiate at the Daniel Island Club on October 29th through the 31st, little Halloween in Charleston. So do, do you have any updates on how what, what the scores are like today? Yeah, so uh, let's see. I looked at that earlier. Let me get that up. Let's see here. So looks like uh I think it was Auburn today. Yeah, t- today Auburn shot eleven under. Uh or no, five under today, eleven under total. Um yeah, the Eagles did not have their best day today. They finished they were 13 over today, so they have slid down to eighth uh out of 12 teams. Uh, so we have uh, a little bit of work to do tomorrow. Uh, but I know that uh, Robbie is sitting T uh, thirteen overall. He shot a two over today. Uh, Soup was five over, and Ryan Dupuis he is sitting uh, in twenty first overall. Uh, he had a seventy four today as well. And Cameron Gidry, uh playing as an individual, he added a uh, seventy five today. So. A um, little bit of work to do, uh, but again, I mean, you had some teams that really kind of went up and down today, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of movement on the board. So uh, if we can get out there and, and throw some low numbers, uh, who knows what will happen. 
Very good. I wish I could make that tournament. That sounds like something that we should. Oh, it would be great. I mean, that would be fantastic. It it came out of nowhere. I don't know why we didn't know about this. It's just I just heard about it. I was like, what? Yeah. You couldn't have put all these teams together in like an hour, right? (laughs) This thing hadn't been thought out. I don't, I don't, I hadn't hadn't heard about it. Anyway, uh, very cool event. I hope they keep it going. It's, it's really neat. And if you're going to have all three teams from, from Mississippi hosting, then let's keep that thing in South Mississippi, right? Yeah. Um, in the Sunbelt Conference, we, we well, Beck hit on some of this, but the Lady Eagles uh, have uh, – so Dominique Davis has been named the Sunbelt Preseason Player of the Year for women's basketball. Uh, the, and the Lady Eagles were, finished, were, were picked to finish third by the league coaches. And then Southern Miss men's team is picked to finish fourth by the coaches. So it goes James Madison, App, Old Dominion, USM, Ulala, South Al, Marshall, Troy, and that's the top eight. I didn't get to do the rest of them. Um, and Austin Crowley was picked as the preseason player of the year on the men's side. And get this, uh, and Beck was talking about, you know, kind of being, you know, the the team thinking they're they're being uh, snided or whatever. Yeah. So Crowley was the only guy picked on the preseason team, first, second, or third strings. So, okay, you know, he's the only guy. So that's that's something to, to kind of fuel the fire a little bit. Yeah, I, I would uh, I would hang that in the locker room. Yeah. Um, don't forget about the team meet and greet on October 23rd at Brewski's. Uh, I will definitely be there. Pilo, I hope that you will oh, try yeah. to to make that thing. I say I'll be there. We do have soccer playoffs coming up so i guess there's a slight chance i won't be there because i hadn't seen the the bracket is how that goes but i'll I'll, if i'm not at soccer then i'll definitely be at this thing you can bring your kid free admission um come say hello yeah even though Uh, it is it is brewskis it is uh kid friendly so right uh, yeah jack Jack is seven years old and he will definitely be there yep and man that's kind of all that i have on here for tonight did we touch it trick uh, trick or treat of the pete trick or treat of the pete uh yeah well okay that's uh october 26th yes so it's 10 days from now 10 days from five to seven we did we touched on this because i remember talking about what's i was gonna do (laughs) because barry owned it right oh yeah yeah yeah. we did that was last week yep yep yeah so uh, oz you have uh big shoes to fill huge shoes all right, man. I think we've blabbered on long enough. Yeah. Do you have any shout outs? I do. I actually have uh, one. Uh, so uh, Saturday, the 14th, uh, was Lisa's birthday. So my wife's birthday. I wanted to give a shout out to her. Um, we had a great day. Uh, went out to Mitchell Farms, if you haven't done that. Uh, holy smokes. That was my first time there. That place is Sounds complex. Romantic. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, a little, uh, nothing says like, uh, did you do the hay ride, the, uh, the little ride through the, oh yeah, on the tractor. Yeah. Yeah. With all the, the blueberries. Is that what it is out there? Blueberries Uh, and you said sunflowers. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It was great. That was my first time. The kids loved it. They went down those slides like a million times. Uh, I did have the foodie in me loved that blueberry, uh, lemonade, man. That was, it is good. It was awesome uh and they had lots of uh typical like fair kind of you know deep fried everything uh food 
Um, but it, it was it was a great doesn't, time. The weather was absolutely doesn't sound very workout friendly. Yeah, I'm not saying I partake, but they it is it is available if you're into that sort of thing. Um, but I did get some boiled peanuts; they were really good, and I did have mm, uh, yeah. some uh, blueberry lemonade, which was awesome. So yeah, that's so, it for me. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Definitely Gina. happy birthday for sure. I tried to get you guys to do what we did, which was go on the pub crawl. So my shout outs are just going to be to those guys. Uh, yeah, Keith, Laura, Ryan. Um, and my wife, Katie, that was it. It was five of us, right? <laughs> I told yeah. everybody, it might be five, it might be 25, I don't know. And as it turns out, it was good that it was only five because um, there was also a food truck festival going on downtown yeah. that I had no idea about. So as we got, when, when we got to our first stop, so our stops went the Porter, then Bourbon on Front, uh, Trattoria, Patty's Burgers, Grill and, Gro- Grill and Grocery, Sopro, and Fairleys. And then we went to Ryan's house. He lives downtown in an apartment. So I guess they, if you want to call it that. We we did not, there's a few we didn't hit up, which by the way, fat cat or fat cats, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is uh, what the hippo used to be. Yeah. On McLeod Street. It's back open. This was the opening weekend. By the time we made it through those seven, it was, you know, I was I was thinking about adding more at the beginning, but it was I couldn't do any more. That, that was, was it. plenty. Yes, it was absolutely plenty. It was so fun, man. I, I highly recommend it. I would love moment. to do it. That would have been a good time. I, I don't think that's the last time it's going to happen because it, it was just so fun. And the weather was perfect. It, you know, it helps that the weather is really good. So uh, so you're saying we need a To The Top Talk uh, sponsored pub crawl and a t-shirt made and everybody Ooh. do it one weekend. I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. A thousand percent down. Yeah, we definitely do that. And that's all the shout outs that I had. Uh, so I guess I'd like to give a shout out to to everybody that 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 we saw along the way. And, and you know, they're kind of getting fired up too. They're like, what are y'all doing? And we're pub crawling. Where are you going next? And then people have hit me up since then on on um on social and text messages like, hey, tell me where you went. You know, and I gave them the same list and I guess they're gonna try it. I don't know. It was fun. It, yeah. Hey, I tell you what, one more shout out to the grill and grocery because my wife forgot her debit card <laughs> and happens. they had it she called me today she said do you have my debit card is like why would i have that and i don't you know it's, it works the other way that's how that goes <laughs> i don't have your debit card and um she said well i think i might have left it somewhere i was like well i think i know i think i might have i think i might have a pretty good idea where that might have happened <laughs> and um and so she found out it was at the grill and grocery and i went by there today they weren't open but the guy's like come on and he let me in and 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 uh and I got the card back. So extra shout yeah. out to Carl at the grill and grocery. That's it, man. Um, this episode was brought to you by our good friends over at fourth street bar and grill. The only reason we didn't go to fourth street, you can't walk there, right? This is a walking pub crawl. Yes. Uh, it, 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 w- it would be nice to be able to fit fourth street in there, but hot damn, I guess you could get on the trace and walk that far. If you really wanted that to would, do it, that would be um, more That'd exercise be a pub than pub. marathon. Not a pub yes. crawl. I'd be, I'd be crawling by the end of it. Anyway, uh, this episode was brought to you by uh, Four Street Bar and Grill, where they are famous for installing and servicing hangovers. Go see our friends at Four Street Bar today. And that is it. I would like to thank everyone for listening, just as you do every single week. We, we genuinely appreciate it. Uh, whatever day you might have listened, in whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Remember, you can follow me at Bumper J Bailey and Patrick at P Lowry. 
Follow us on all the social at To The Top Talk. And don't forget about the mailbag, to the top talk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi put you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done the fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State or Tennessee but I chose Southern Mississippi and right here at home is where I'll always be I could play for Alabama USC our Notre Dame You have lots Of things to offer But Southern Mississippi Puts you all to shame I could play For North Carolina Ohio State Or LSU You play a good Game of football But Southern Mississippi Is a whole lot better than you season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state